Welcome to Trippin' with Silver Daddy, and this is day two of my trip driving back home to the area of Cincinnati, Ohio, in southeast Indiana. You know, I don't know where I'm going to be today, but I do know there's a few cities I have to drive through up 75. So I'm leaving Atlanta this morning, and I'm going to be going through Chattanooga. Might try to stop there. And then after that, you go through the mountains a little bit, kind of through a place called Jellico. And then after that, you're in the Kentucky and drive up through Kentucky. And I go through the city of Lexington. And I may stop there. Unfortunately, it's early in the day, starting out. So, like, no gay bars or anything will be really open when I'm coming through. Because I really need to be home to see family tonight around dinner time. This is kind of what I'm going to do today. And I don't know where I'm going, as usual. I just know I'm going up 75 north. But I'm really excited, you know. Going back home brings back both good and bad memories in life. But the good memories are my childhood growing up. When I grew up, it, it's a lot different than the kids today. And we're talking, you know, 50 years ago. It's almost like something when you watch um, Stranger Things and you just see those kids. But there was no alien or monsters. But it's kind of like that, you know. Our biggest pastime was riding bikes and making bike trails in the woods and making underground camps. Oh my God, that was the fun. We did not have internet. We didn't even have cell phones. Here's how different it was. I had to leave my house when I would ride my bike to the park and I had to have two dimes with me. One dime was when I got to the park, I had to use the pay phone call my mom to let her know I was at the park. And the other dime was to call my mom when I was leaving the park so she knew how long it would take and when I should be home. That's kind of the way childhood was. My parents, once we were gone, man, we had freedom. But we didn't have the problems of a lot of things in the world. You know, we'd ride up to this place called Delhi Park, and I had a blast. Besides having your traditional, you know, swings, teeter-totter, monkey bars, all that kind of stuff. There was seven baseball fields, four tennis courts, basketball courts, shuffleboard. And also, there was creeks. Some people call them creeks, but we called them creeks. And we'd go down to the creek and look for crawdads and salamanders, and then they had, like, the tunnel that went underneath the road that was big enough that you could actually walk through. We actually even rode our bikes through the tunnel. And we'd play in there. We'd spend the whole day there. Parents would give us like 50 cents. That was enough to buy a, something from the concession stand to drink. Life was totally different. It was so easy and it was fun. And this was me growing up in the late 60s, early 70s. The big thing we used to also do is, in the summertime, we'd go fishing. 
We would build things in the woods. We'd build new bike trails. Oh, we used to have mud ball fights. But Jeff up the street cheated when we did mud ball fights. He used to take little rocks and put rocks in his mud balls and throw them. Those hurt like hell. So we used to do that. We'd build underground camps. What we would do is we would dig a hole probably about four feet wide by six feet long and dig it about three feet to four feet deep. It would take us a whole week just to dig the hole. And we have to hope it wouldn't rain because every time it rained, it flooded the hole. And then we would put two-by-fours over the top of it and put plywood over that and then put the dirt on top of it. And we'd have a tunnel that we had to go in and we'd have candles. So we thought like we were spies. These are the type of things we used to do growing up. That was in the summer, but also in the summer we had t fun times with like our parents. My mom was like the neighborhood mom. She would gather all the kids up on the street. Let's see, that would be like Mark, Bobby, Jeff, Sean, Tracy, Lori, and me. So what was that, about seven or eight of us? And we'd all get in this old green station wagon and mom would take us places, like to the Cincinnati Zoo, or we'd go to Coney Island. At the time, Coney Island, it was the world's largest circulation pool. Now it's just the largest in North America. But we would go different places and do things and have a great time. Kids today, I don't see them doing a lot of that. I see them just on the internet. You know, they're not learning how to fix their bikes and change their tires and build tree camps and use hammer and nails and saws. I kind of think a lot of the kids today are really missing out on a lot of fun. And I don't know what age you are listening to this. So I don't know if you can relate to what I was going through when I was a kid growing up, but we just had fun on the street. You know, in the wintertime, because I lived up north, we'd go ice skating, sled riding. Loved going sled riding until I broke my arm in two places and busted all my teeth. That was kind of stupid. I got in big trouble, too, because it was an ice storm. And we were told not to go sled riding because it was ice. But we still did. And you can't turn a sled on ice. I learned that the hard way. These are some of my memories of growing up in Cincinnati. And this was, like I said, in the 70s and the late 60s. Times are definitely different. That's for sure. And these are some of my favorite memories of growing up. So, like I said, stay tuned. Don't know where I'm going to be, but I do know this. If you didn't hear, Trippin' with Silver Daddy is one of the official sponsors of Cannonball. And Cannonball's coming up in October, and I'm going to record some live shows at Cannonball, and I'm going to go on most of the excursions. So I hope you're coming to Cannonball. Do me a favor. Listen to this message about Cannonball, and when I come back, I'll be at my first stop. Don't know where, but I'll be right back. Open your calendar, everyone. 
because I need you to mark these dates off. It's important. October 26th to November 1st, because it is Cannonball 2023 in Fort Lauderdale in the Wilton Manors area. You know, Fort Lauderdale with the... Hey everyone, it's still me, Silver Daddy. Hey, I just want to let you guys know that you should really go check out my website. My website is... TrippinWithSilverDaddy.com has all my social media on there. So you can see all the Instagram photographs. You can see my TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, you name it. It's all there. There's really two things you could do to help Silver Daddy out. One, subscribe to YouTube and spread the word about Trippin' with Silver Daddy to all your friends. And two, there is a donation on the website. You know, it does cost a lot of money to put on this show. It's all up to you, but your support is appreciated. Beautiful beaches, great weather, but this is one of the biggest bear chub and chaser events in South Florida. There's so much we're going to do. I mean, you have the food, you have the Shamara dinner. We have the brunch with the queens. We have the barbecue. But then you have all these great events we're going to go to. The Sahara Gold Party. Hey, we're even going to ride a jungle queen. I hope she doesn't hurt me. And we're going to go airboating. Hey, you need to go to cannonballbash.com and register and get your passes now. Hey everyone, I'm on another stop on my way up 75 and I am in Sweetwater, Tennessee. <clears throat> I know, you're probably saying, what's in Sweetwater, Tennessee? Well, let me tell you, it is something big. It is so big that it's actually the second biggest in the world and the biggest in the United States here in Sweetwater, Tennessee. What it is, it is a subterranean lake. This subterranean lake in Tennessee, or underground lake, like I said, is the largest in U.S. and the second largest in the world. And it's called the Lost Sea. And that's where I'm at. So I came here to the Lost Sea to check it out and it's like this really beautiful little village taking a lot of photographs to put online this cave system has been around for many many years let's put it this way they have found bones in this cave of the ancient jaguar that's 20,000 years old and these bones are on display in the New York Museum so this place has been known and been used way back since the Cherokee Indians. And they found all kinds of Cherokee Indian jewelry and artifacts inside the main cave. So it's been here and it was used during the Civil War. They know they used it all during the Civil War. But it was then really back more like in 1905, this little 13-year-old boy named Ben, Ben Sands, he discovered a entrance into the cave and he kind of slittered on in into one of the largest rooms that they ever found. It was so large that the light didn't even go all the way through. You know, the light that came in through the little hole he got, it got swallowed up by how big this room was. And this was the beginning of the Lost Sea. 
It is an underground lake. It is not a river. So this just sits there. And you can take tours of this place. So it's been around really since the early 1900s. They decided, hey, we should make this into some type of tourist. And they started by having, they had like dance floors in the caves. And they had other things. Kind of creepy. I don't think I want to be dancing in the dark. Wait a minute. Isn't that a song, Dancing in the Dark? With myself? I don't know. I'll have to Google that one. But it's all part of the Craighead Caverns. This is actually listed as a registered national landmark. So when we say it's a registered landmark, that's like the same thing as other big famous things in the United States. Like, you know, Cape Hatteras in North Carolina or Yosemite National Park. It's right up there with all those big things that have been recognized. This is a really cool place, and I love caves. It reminds me of a story. Oh, this is a good story. Back in the days, right after I was out of college, I worked with Boy Scouts. And we took, we did a trip. Where were we gone? Oh, I guess we were going to Yellowstone and all that. But on the way, we stopped at these caves out at Winds Caves was the name of the place. And we went splunking. If you don't know what that is, that's like you had to fit through this little area and you just go in with lights and all that. And we went splunking with all of us. And it was so much fun. And we went into this room and you had to map the room because, like, you'd get lost. And you think you know which way you're going you end up coming the same way. There's been a lot of people lost in this thing. So we had to map this room. And we discovered that we were going over our same trail. Well, that's not what was so funny, what I'm trying to get at. But what was happening, we're in the back of these areas where the public's taking tours. And every once in a while, we would get into an area, and you would see and hear people coming. Hold on. Who's calling me from Atlanta? One second. Hello? Yes? I already checked out. I left the keys I left the keys up in front. There was no one there. Okay, bye. That was the hotel in Atlanta. I guess now they know I checked out. Okay. So back to the story. So you could see people walking through on the lighted tour, like where they went on the path and the lights. And the guy who was giving us the directions, or our tour guide, that's what we call him. The tour guide goes, hey, everyone hide up here and turn your lights off so they don't see us. And watch, they'll walk right past us and not even know we're up here. So naturally we do. We all go hide behind these rocks and boulders and turn our lights off and we hear the next tour group coming through. And when they come through, I'll never forget, David D., they come walking through and David D's in the back and all of a sudden he goes and this little kid says mommy there's a cow in the cave it was so funny we are laughing I had fun oh well back to the story of caves so I've been in a lot of caves I've been in the mammoth caves too 
But we can talk about those another time. But this is a really cool place, and it's beautiful here. So I'll take a lot of photographs. I'll put them on Instagram. I'm going to go down into the cave. Hey, why I do this, why don't you listen to one of our sponsors? And I'll be back from another location. Bye. Hey, everyone. It's still me, Silver Daddy. Hey, I just want to let you guys know that you should really go check out my website. TrippinSilverDaddy.com Please remember there is no G in Trippin. has all my social media on there. So you can see all the Instagram photographs. You can see my TikTok, YouTube, what else? Twitter, you name it. It's all there. There's really two things you could do to help Silver Daddy out. One, subscribe to YouTube and spread the word about tripping with Silver Daddy to all your friends. And two, there is a donation on the website. You know, it does cost a lot of money to put on this show. It's all up to you, but your support is appreciated. Hi, everyone. Just to let you know where I'm at, I'm in downtown Knox. I'm actually right at the street of Cumberland and Gay. And I'm at the Bayou Theater. And next to the Bayou Theater is Bistro at the Bayou, trying to find Martha. Don't know if I'm going to get a hold of Martha. Because Martha, they said, has been here forever. And she's one of the individuals who is a part of the straight community who strongly supports having the drag shows here. Looking for Martha. Don't know if I'm going to find her and I can't stay here all day because i got to get to Cincinnati. But I've been talking to the people about this whole thing with the drag shows. And right now they're all glad it's dead in the water. Still trying to figure out and get some definite on this their pride's not until october and they said their pride is still on because they just had a pride things are a little different here in knoxville than you are in many places but just trying to get anyone to talk about this subject here in knoxville is very hard and i doubt this guy will even want to talk about it so i don't understand what's going on in knoxville with this whole drag queen stuff and them canceling it with the attorney. But I know it's a very touchy situation in Tennessee. Unlike for us in Florida. Do you have an opinion on it? Pull up to Club XYZ Friday, Saturday. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I know, I know what Club XYZ is. Okay. Club XYZ, everyone, is one of the largest gay clubs here. But there's a lot of different opinions on this whole topic. And getting anyone that wants to commit to anything, to talk to anything, it's like pulling teeth. It's scary, actually. It's kind of crazy. Unfortunately, I can't be here on a weekend or at night just to find out what this community is really about. And I'm going to keep on going up 75 on my way home and see what's going to happen. Hey, everyone. I'm in downtown Knoxville, but no one's talking. No one wants to talk about these issues. I'll be right back, probably from another stop going up 75. You're listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy.
When Silver Daddy needs to go shopping, you know where you'll find me. I'll be at Leatherworks. Let me tell you, the reason I love this place is because it is the premier fetish and leather shop in the Southeast. Not just in my area, but in the entire Southeast. You know, they are inclusive of all sexuality, genders, and body types. So even me, Daddy Bear, I can find things at Leatherworks. Their quality of their leather products is incredible. You know, they make a lot of the stuff in shop. But they only use the highest quality leather. You can join the Lifestyle Club program. You know, it offers discounts on in-store products and classes. Yes, classes. They offer classes and they have quarterly parties for the community. If you need to get something, you can go to leatherworks.com and the works is W-E-R-K-S. Go there and you can buy online. So welcome back to Trippin' with Silver Daddy, everyone. I am here in Lexington, Kentucky, finally. And I'm at the crossings. This is one of the older gay establishments in Lexington for sure. It's been around since I was in high school. And the bartender here, Tim, he's been here forever. Tim's probably the oldest fixture with the place, according to what he said. But this bar right in downtown Lexington has been here for over 29 years. And they're still celebrating new things all the time. Probably one of the coolest things is when you walk into the bar which back in the day, which was back when I was coming out in the 80s, you knew it was a gay bar when they had red pool tables. If you had a red pool table, that kind of stood out. That meant it was a gay establishment, which I didn't know because when I owned my first bar, they asked me what color I went at my pool table, and I said red. And the guy said, Are, is this going to be a gay bar? And I said, oh, no. He said, only gay bars have red pool tables. I never knew that. But ever since then, when I looked, you know, back in the day, that made sense. But it really isn't that anymore. But this place has been here, and what's really cool, it gives you that, you know, nostalgic feeling. It's happy hour time, and they have TV land is on the stations. Music playing, people buying drinks, and it is a very popular place here in Lexington as you can hear from the sound going on. But they have a lot of things that's going on at this place. Besides your traditional happy hour, they also have an outside area, which is kind of cool for those who enjoy cigars or cigarettes. But also, I can imagine this outside area where I just walked into probably is a cool place at night, if you get my drift. So there's a lot of really neat things here in Lexington. And this is one of the bars that I just happened to stop in on my way up north on 75. And it is one of the places to go to. And I'm going to be getting out of here. And then we have Tim. How, how many years have you been here? 21. So Tim's been here 21 years of the 29 years, right? Well, we've been 
29, 30 years, somewhere in that neck oh, of the woods. Like are we at 34 now? Yeah. 34. Wait a minute, 34 what? 34 years since the Oh, it's not been here 29 years, like Tim told me. It's been here 34 years. I feel like I've been here 29 Tim's probably been here 20. Who's your oldest customer? Not oldest in age, but who's been coming here the longest? Daily, uh, Shane's been around for years. Yeah. Daily, are you Daily? Yes. I I'm. I they call. Here. They call me Silver Daddy. I do a podcast. You're nice now on you. it. Nice to meet you. So you're from Lexington. No, I actually moved here in '85. I've lived here longer than That's anywhere else. That's when I graduated so. from college. Oh, <laughs> So that's when I graduated from college. That not was that good, far, but not that, that was far a good year, '85. So you moved here in '85. Yes. Do you remember a drag queen by the name of back in the '80s by the name of Hurricane Summers? Hurricane Summers. Do you? Big blonde. Big blonde. Oh, yeah. Used to do the cocaine snorting. Amazing. Thing. She was amazing. She was amazing. She was an entertainer. She used to be, I'm from Cincinnati, so she used to be at the dock. She used to be over yep. in Louisville. Yep. I can't think of the place in Louisville. With Kemi Dietrich. Probably the, not, uh, oh, what was the that? The place Ooh. that just closed, I heard. The one they had a theater and everything inside. The, uh, the, and they had the, like the, five the, rooms. Geez. Five bars or something. Connection. The connection. The connection, yes. That was it. She used to headline there in the 80s. Yep. And I figured she got over this area too. Well, and do you remember Kami Dietrich? Yes, I do. She started in Louisville. It might have been the Discovery. Uh, Does that ring a bell? No. No? Yeah. No. The Discovery. Yeah. That's where she got her start. We just did a whole show talking about drag queens a couple weeks ago on the show um, just because it's so funny. I live in Wilton Manors. Oh, I know exactly where that is. Okay. Lauderdale, yeah. Lauderdale, yeah. So I'm down there and I interview most of the people I've been interviewing is porn stars. There's so many porn stars down there. (laughs) And I have not interviewed one drag queen yet. And there's like built, it's either porn stars or drag queens or daddies. Pretty much. You know, that's where all the retirees are. But that's kind of what it is. So you've been coming here for quite some time. I have. Have you seen a lot of changes over oh the years? Oh my gosh, lots of changes. Um, new generations coming in, replacing us, and so now we're the, the. We call this the geriatric corner because it's the same. All of us have grown up together. We've grown old together, and um, and it's really special. It's like a little cheers atmosphere, especially for. Those We're the ones who've been coming in here. Absolutely. And, and, but we're always welcoming the younger generation because we try to teach them, head them in the right direction. Well, and that's you what, know what I'm talking about. I, that's what I, you know, I've talked about this on my show many times. It's like the new generation does not quite understand what it was like in the 80s. Absolutely. You know, or the it was 70s. Totally you know? different in the 80s than it is now. Because, like, in the 80s, I don't know about down here, but, like, the only bars up in Cincinnati, they were in the bad areas. They were hidden. They were in the alleys. (coughs) Down by the train tracks. They weren't in a common place. And it was so funny because once you found them, 
everyone else found them because they had the best DJs. And then all of a sudden, all the college kids would start coming in. And then it, they would just take over the bar. Yeah. Yep, and that's pretty much I, how it was. But I just hope that today's generation especially realizes everything that we had to go through and, and actually pave the way for what you can do now. Right. I mean, we were the ones that stood up and, you know, was proud of who we were and came out and said, this is fair, this is fair, this is fair. It, and that's and I, I hope they realize that. And I talked about that a couple weeks ago in the Pride, when I did our Pride special. It's kind of like I kept telling them, you know, you have to stand up and be proud of what you do. You do. And you have to let people know, because otherwise there are people who will use any book. I don't care if it is the Bible, the Quran, any other type of book. They will cherry pick little sayings That's out. That's what they do. To radicalize it to go against what they don't like. So, if you're part of this community, you need to stand up and let people know what's right and what's wrong. Because it was totally different in the 80s. Because my coming out was right when the AIDS started. Yeah, that was mine as well. Most of my Friends, okay, uh, I don't want to be rude, but I don't have a lot of time left okay. here, and I'm with my best friends. I'm sorry. Friend, so. Sorry to interrupt but you. I'm glad I got to talk with you. Thank you for spending some time. You're most welcome. You're so, absolutely. as I was saying, when I first came out, it was during the time when the age just came out, and most of my friends actually ended up, a lot of them died. So, hey everyone. This is a great time. Make sure if you are in Lexington, please come to the crossing. We're going to take a short break right now. Please listen to our sponsor. Catfish Dewey's is my favorite place to eat because they have all you can eat. Hey, they have more than that. They have a regular menu, but I like my food. And on Monday, Tuesday nights, they have all you can eat shrimp. On Wednesday, it's the barbecue baby back ribs. On Thursday and Sunday, it's that Alaska snow crab legs on friday it's the fried scallops and on saturday it's the fried oysters and crawfish hey catfish dewey's has been around for 40 years because they know how to do it right big family environment and has a great little bar inside the place let me just tell you you need to go to catfish dewey's you know they're conveniently located at four 003 North Andrews Avenue in Oakland Park, which is just north of downtown Fort Lauderdale. See you at Catfish Dewey's. I finally made it. I am home. Well, really not my home. I'm at my sister's house, but I'm going to call it home. So I finally made it to Cincinnati, and I'm so glad to be done driving. But it was fun being able to stop today. You know, the Lost Sea is so cool. You need to go there. I'm just telling you. Or do some Google it and look at these photos. Naturally, I get down there and my iPhone camera battery dies, not paying attention. So definitely Google that and see that. And the little town of Sweetwater was kind of cute. It looked like something out of a movie. Not that I'd want to live there, but... It was kind of, it was quaint, let's put it that way. 
Knoxville, there was just no one around to talk to. But then again, I was there like at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And Lexington, I had to get out of that bar because I was afraid they were going to start buying drinks and I would never have made it home. I'm just glad to finally be home. So a lot of things I'm going to do while I'm here. I'm going to make some shows while I'm here. One of the places in the next couple of weeks, you'll probably hear a show from a place called Oldenburg. It's one of those places I have to bury some old bones. And you'll understand when I talk about that place. And then, where else? Maybe go down along the river, down towards, oh yeah, Rising Sun. I want to go down in that area. It's a great little valley and there's a casino down there. So there's going to be a couple shows that I'll do from this area. Maybe one from Cincinnati. I'm here and I'm going to go to Cincinnati Gay Pride. So I don't know if I'll do a show from there because it's going to be crowded. But we'll see what's going to happen. And as always, please make sure if you could just help spread the word about my podcast. I would so appreciate it. It would mean a lot to me. You know, I'm a little bit older, so this whole social media stuff is not my bag of tricks. But I'm learning. I hope everyone has a safe week. New shows come out every Wednesday. Hey everyone, once again, as I always say, love, peace, and respect. Thank you for listening, and you have been listening too. Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Bye!